0: Okay, great. We're live. So, everyone, w- welcome back to another episode of Eclat. Of course, it's me, Paolo. And for today's episode, it's going to be very special because this is our first episode of the season where we have two guests who, you know, do the same thing or have the, or work in the same industry or, you know, stuff like that. And it's just very exciting because one of the guests, actually, this is the first time that they're here, and the other guest as well, someone who's been here, I don't know, like 20,000 times already. So, I shall introduce our first guest who's been here in the past. She is uh, in a different location now. So, if you look at all the episodes where she's in, she has like a different location in each. Her background's always different. So, yeah, welcome back to the podcast, Coco.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That was funny, pal. Uh, But thank you so much for having me back here. Um, I really wanted to do this episode because the last time uh, that I was here... I couldn't really say so much. Um, I was out, I had to do something, and I disappeared. still feel really um, bad about that. So I'm sorry, but here I am now, and I'm so excited, and I've been looking forward to do this episode. So
0: yeah, well, hey no that's that one. Up? I'm just glad to have you back. And of course, you're going to come back later later part of the season, if you're okay with that. Uh, because I do want to have our own one-on-one episode for for this season since the season is different from past seasons and all. Okay. So, yeah, let's see where that goes. So let's do
1: Rick and Morty this (laughs) time. You know, know, when we have our
0: one-on-one episode, we can talk about all of the shows and cartoons we watch. So, yeah. So before (laughs) we get into that, uh, I want to introduce our next guest. So this is his first time here on YGLAP, and I'm so happy that he can join us. So he's a 27-year-old comedic erotica, erotica writer, and he's submissive based in Quezon City. He likes alcohol and has the tolerance of a writer with a consistent <laughs> deadline. Uh, in his free time, he speculates cryptocurrency, which is the exact opposite of Coco, who's like the Elon Musk of uh, cryptocurrencies, or the Warren Buffett, if you're old like me. But yeah, welcome to Igla for the very first time, Jason Harley. Hey, Jason. Hey, hey there. there. What's yeah so already? i'm so glad that you're, you're here so why don't you tell us a bit more about yourself so you say you're a comedic erotic erotica writer so what does that mean exactly
2: so okay so you know
0: how there's like the kind of
2: uh a trashy romance novel that you would read in like an airport or like on a beach yeah the fabio imagine ones. that if adam sandler wrote it that's that's kind of what i'm going for like okay. i i want i want the viewer to uh Laugh and come essentially.
0: <laughs> Too early for that. Just kidding. I'm That's so- <laughs> fine. <laughs> okay, but like your work though, um, I assume this like just for print, right? You don't, I mean, do you, do you plan to make like screenplays or something, or is it just like books? I or-
2: would happily make screenplays, but um, I mainly do private commissions for people. Uh, so like if someone wants a a specific character or imagine paid fan fiction but like
0: the, the erotica whoever that so basically, basically fan fiction which is most of fan fiction <laughs> yeah i'm curious though so um you say it's paid right so let's say for example yeah. i go to you and say hey jason could you make an erotica whatever of me with um I don't know, uh with with this person, you like you would do it and like how would you charge for that? Like is there a minimum number of pages yes. or so I charge by the word and it's typically
2: forty one dollars and forty cents per a thousand words. Usually it's two thousand words a chapter. Um I also do longer ones. I mean the most I've ever done at one time is uh seventeen thousand words. That was uh one one day, actually, about eight hours, uh generally, I try to stick somewhere between like two thousand and five thousand i I can do more. It's just a matter of like
0: hand cramping eventually wow. into, like hour four. okay, wait, so I'm curious though you you mentioned you did seventeen thousand words. That's crazy. Do you remember how many pages that was? Okay, so that was part of a
2: series that I wrote. It's 913.98 pages. I wrote it uh, last July. I took one day off that month. I worked between eight and 10 hours a day, every day, except for uh, July 25th. And the the client just liked my work and just paid me until they ran out of money. Pretty much. Um, I can send it to you guys if you want. I'd actually plan to send it to Kokoko at some point. Um,
0: but it's, I mean, it's so long. I, I would love to read it.
2: I can't have it in like one document. Like I have to send it chapter by chapter because of like the length. Like I, I've tried okay. to compile it into one email and send it, and it literally
0: just crashes the entire browser. It's, yeah, because that's more than 25. Uh, okay. Is it MD? That, that that's the limit for an email? I, the limit for an email is, I think,
2: somewhere between 25 and 34 megabytes at like max and that's yeah. i think it's more than that
0: it's probably like at least a hundred it's not many pages it's crazy yeah
2: pretty much i, I mean i just, think you can
1: use a third-party uh, document sender mm-hmm. like if you have like a really big file that like you want to send someone you can use like a third-party app for that and it's free. I use that all the time. You know, when I uh, like send people videos as well, like my content, custom videos and stuff.
0: I use that. I mean, it's free. I, I
1: could definitely compress it. Isn't and there something that called too, like yeah. sandbox or something like
0: something box?
1: Uh, Dropbox? Dropbox or sandbox. Yeah.
0: Sandbox. Wow, my age is coming sandbox. out yeah. <laughs> <Nice.
1: laughs> no, exactly. That's what I was saying. If you really want to send it? I mean, you can give it a go. Just use a third-party app. I'll be happy to read it.
0: No, but yeah, Jason, I mean, well, I, I it you know, we can, can, can do that's, that's I, like can grab the, my, I can just grab through my USB, and you can just stick it in there. Oh, I mean, I I can compile it. It's just a matter of like
2: where to send it, really, because I, I just can't uh-huh. email
0: it. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I was thinking old school, you know. I'll send my USB, in, <laughs> then I get yeah, back my. Try diskette. Try diskette. Yeah, USB. Do just... you know though? Fun fact about me: I stopped using diskettes at the year 2008. That was Discus? the last time I used the diskette. So it wasn't that 2008? far. Off. I've already been
1: using USB that time. A a diskette is uh, like this a floppy disk. a Floppy
0: yeah, disk. This oh. gets the brand, if I'm not mistaken. Oh right, right the, right. the generic is floppy. Sorry, in the in the Philippines, I'm sure you have <laughs> noticed, We usually say brands than what they call it, right? Like for example, oh, yeah. they call it. Are a Any
2: any floppy floppy disk brands at all? Like,
0: what? Well, you're 27, be, right? That far?
2: If
0: yeah. you're only three, I mean, years... I, 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 okay.
2: I might have been three when when there were when floppy disks were still were on their like death knell of of usage no, like, outside of
1: military oh, bases okay well to be fair back in the 90s technology um like stuff technological stuff like this cds whatever didn't come to the philippines until before it's about to you know like disappear
0: so no i have cds in 97
1: girl no no i'm saying it's just we uh, usually get like the technology stuff very uh, pretty late. later than compared to US, of course.
2: I mean, is, is that why PSPs are still popular here? I mean, granted,
0: it's the best handheld system to No, exist. We, we love PSP. Like, that, that's not the reason why. It's just that PSP is like mm-hmm. the superior race, in my opinion. Like, I think is way ahead of its time. I mean, obviously, the Game Boy is still the best one in terms of I mean, like, you know, the, the original stuff. But like, PSP, what, man. Man and yeah. Zelda,
2: sure, but if you want to mod, like PSPs are where it's at.
0: Yeah, PSPs. But, you can do almost
1: any game there.
0: Uh, I think they had to say almost nearly the same <laughs> really, library like as a
1: PS2 at one point. So, are we just talking about the handheld consoles, or like?
0: No, sorry. It's just that we were just <laughs> arguing with you about that. That whole thing. No, it's no, but yeah, but let anyway, Jason. I just find your work so intriguing. Coco, did you ever do something like that? Like, did ever did anyone just go to him like Coco? Can you make me fan fiction of me and like, <laughs> um, I don't know, who's a hot girl? Um, I don't know, me Megatron. and Megan Fox or something, or Pink Power Ranger Kimberly. I, I mean, I, I'm just, I'm just, you know, or me and yeah, April O'Neil or something. Wait, has no. someone gone to you and Be like, oh no, not yet. Okay.
1: I probably have done that um uh, personally but not commercially. So...
0: <laughs> okay, personally. So what was your what was your story then? Since it's a personal one. Then. I might,
1: I don't know, I might have done that in the past. Ah, okay. So you, you don't uh, remember. Not... Yeah. Yeah. So when I write about sex these days it's more on the sexual wellness, health science uh and scientific yeah. end of things. Yeah. So that's where I'm at. What is
0: your okay. On um, Jason, sorry, I,
1: I I don't mean to uh you know
0: to, to keep going back to you about it. But how did you start off though? Like what made you decide, you know what I want to be a comedic erotica writer? Like what made you decide to go that route?
2: Well, I've always been good at writing and mm. I was on a fetish site, which I'm happy to actually say the name of, I'm just not sure if I should or not and uh i wanted to make money and i saw that there was somebody that posted a an ad they were they were advertising and i basically just copied their ad and i used my account instead of theirs and then three days later they like got outed for their fetish and completely left the site and then a bunch of people messaged me and were like, "Hey, so you're doing the same pricing as this other guy? So can I uh, can I hit you up for some work?" And I'm like, "Sure." And there were so many different um, anime requests, and then just various like fetish scenarios, and it just kind of kept going from there. And then after like a year of making one cent per word. I got a different client off of Twitter and they were like, why are you charging so little? Like, why don't you like multiply this by like four and just stick with that? And that's what I've done the last like year and a half and it's been better. I I thought I would lose clients, but apparently I started out like in the, the most bottom of the barrel, like third world country rate Possible. I mean, the, the only people that charged less than me were like people in India. Oh. I mean, yeah. that's yeah. That like nine hundred and thirteen point ninety eight page uh, novel that I wrote that I have is was one cent per word. So it is wow. So multiply that this. Uh, nine
1: hundred thirteen point ninety eight times two fifty. Oh, now that he's doing the math, I
2: know. That would, be, uh, that would be the word count for the entire thing.
0: Yeah, I'm gonna it, I'm gonna copy paste this. It calculator. came out to uh,
2: slightly more than twenty three hundred dollars.
0: Yeah, because it's two hundred twenty eight thousand four nine five. Yes. Uh, words. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yep. Wow. Damn. Yeah. Was Sorry,
1: that that's crazy. There's a really good right there. I saw him burn. Thank you. and he's really fast.
2: I I can yeah. post some of it into uh into the chat if you want, but I I doubt that you want to like read that in the stream. I mean, I don't questions. mind.
0: Okay, how about this? You, you, you can just put, let's say, your, the best sentence you've written in your opinion or one of your favorite sentences, and I'm more than willing to read it in the street with gusto if you want. That is an incredibly <laughs> hard question. Um, I mean, okay. even just top of mind, you, you, you know, just pick a sentence yeah. that you think is, like, something that you're proud of. And that you're uh, waiting for Coco to read it out loud with gusto.
2: Probably, like, the last sentence. Let me let me grab that
0: real quick. Coco, oh, be man. like how I just included you in the reading of the sentence? It
1: could be <laughs> very graphic. I've read some of his works. It's I mean, um, not... Just,
0: just, um, this this more, we're not going to read um, all graphic. of his works for the whole stream, right? Then I would have put an R18 I thing on sure there. That would feel, like, days. Unfortunately, unfortunate, er, well, it could be like the it could be like the longest podcast of all time or something. You know how there's like the longest film of all time, we, which we I can, think was three to four we days. We can definitely go for the record on that one. Um, hold on a second. It's on my other phone. Give me like two seconds. Yeah. Sure. So while Jason's out, Coco, I want to get back to you though. So okay. quick question. Um, so you mentioned that unlike Jason, your your exploits in terms of when you write about sex, it's more on scientific and, and all Yeah, important. the other
1: on side why of it
0: why did you decide to write that way as compared to what jason does because i'm sure because here's my here's what i think right if you're a good writer you're a good writer right so you could kind of sure. go any way you want so why did you go that route
1: well it's not like um i chose it chose it so when i was looking for a job before Kind of was what's available and i was like okay i write i have sex i know a lot about it so like all these things match together i think this is uh i could make it work and that's how it started so uh from that first job um i got more opportunities in the same industry until it just became natural to me so that was how it was for me how it um, how I became a sex writer. So yeah, it's not something that I was like, oh, I wanted to be a technical sex writer or whatever. It's just more of an it's, opportunity by the way. Yeah, that you're, that, you're that was present. <laughs> Alright. So while Jason's still
0: so looking it, for the, the sentence, it's literally the last paragraph of my novel. All right, go ahead, Jason, while we just read this comment. So, L.A. Spilia said, This Coco looks so pretty. I'm a fan. Uh, why don't you say hi, Coco, with your bangs?
1: What? Coco, did your hair grow long by a lot? Yes. It grew faster. It grew faster. Yeah, for sure. I when and I first met you, your hair was quite short. It was up here, right? Yeah,
0: yeah, something like that. That's crazy how fast it grew. Like... That, 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 Wow. Did you put something
1: on God, your I head to go that fast? I just don't take a shower a lot.
0: Oh, so you know, the, the <laughs> you weight know, of the... The hair. natural oils and stuff. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe
1: it's it's a factor. Yeah, maybe it helps okay, fall L. the hair or something. God, this girl, I don't know. She just...
0: <laughs> Wait, so... all right, right. So, so there's James a tone
1: to that, that comment.
0: Something. Oh, it's in the WhatsApp. But I'm also kind of first... So let's check out what Jason sent us in the WhatsApp. Oh wow, this is a long this is a long one. Okay, so let me um, skim through this first. Okay, there's nothing yet. Graphic.
2: It's more. There's
0: nothing graphic yet here. Okay, so is it okay, Jason, if I read this out loud? Absolutely. It's it's my work. You're you're more than
2: free to. All, right. You're so all I, right, so
0: I'm very bad at acting, so I can't do it with gusto, unfortunately, but I'll just read it as good as I can. So all in all, it was the kind of thing that happened when someone takes a chance at life, really, truly, and completely. It made each of them happy, the chance that they had all taken with each other and with themselves, and it led to an amazing adventure in a beautiful cabin. The night before was, the night before was a night that they would all never forget, Chiefly because it was the kind of weird hoariness that had an almost supernatural quality to it, but clearly wasn't. There's was a reasonable explanation, Yay. and that was that there was something wrong with the drinks that they had all all had that night. But they made it through okay, and that was the important part. They were free to live their lives and thoroughly enjoy each other and their fetishes in peace among a new family, a new family, a family that they made. That's actually really good, though. There was nothing graphic about it. It was because really well, awesome. That's maybe the only part of the entire novel that isn't, honestly. But can I just say, though? That was, I mean, I, I love reading, Um, you know, I, I'm a bookworm. I like reading books. But I have to say, that was a really good uh, paragraph you had there. Thank you. I mean, so... I don't know anything about the characters or anything, but... I guess that's how you could tell if a writer is good that i don't need to know the background of the character i don't even know how many they it's are just it's disengaging yeah. i mean they could be two they could be 15 right it could be a swingers club for all i know but Dude, there's actually uh, six of, it's three couples oh six okay yeah but i mean that that's that, that was a pretty okay. um uh, yeah wow you're you're really good jason Thank so you. like how did you like how did you um become a good writer right because that's i guess one of my greatest frustrations in life that You know, I I would be, you know, great authors, and I never became one. So how how did you become a good writer?
2: Sit alone in a room for six months and do nothing but writing.
0: Are you serious? That's that's how you
2: trained yourself? That's literally what I did, yes. Literally what I did. I graduated high school. I had some months before the actual summer vacation was going to start because of... Uh, when I was going to college, and I just, I didn't have anything I really wanted to do, and I just started writing again. I'd, I'd written previously a little bit, but it was basically like if you just kind of journal for, like, six months, like, eight hours a day, four to five hours, like, minimum, like, eight hours maximum, and then you just, you you get used to it, I mean, I, I also read a lot, though, so it was kind of like, it, it felt natural to me. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay, so I have, I'm going to ask this question to both of you, you and Coco. Um, I guess top three authors for, for you, Jason, and Coco after.
2: Stephen King, Dante Alighieri, and Robert Frost.
1: Oh, you're oh, a Robert Frost guy. Tell me your head, that You didn't have to think about it. Yeah wow, how about you um, for sure. Um who else? I, um I wanna say um oh my god but you don't know the author the authors that I read?
0: Sorry, what, what, what did wait, you Wait, wait, wait.
1: How was yours first, pal?
0: Okay, so mine in no order because I always argue with myself like who should be first, who should be second, who should be third. But first one is mm-hmm. Gabriel Garcia Marquez. Second one is Alan Moore. And uh, third one is Anton De Son super I'm sorry, oh, who's the third one? The, the, the
1: Little Prince?
0: The author of The Little Prince. Oh. I think okay. I butchered his last name somehow. It, it, I I mean I, it's I mean I used to love watching the whole French cinema. You know, Francois Truffaut. And right French French. Sorry, <clears throat> Do
2: you speak no. French?
0: No, I don't. I I don't at all. Like, so that's one of my frustrations that I never really learned. Well, I,
1: I, I can say yes, random right. French sentences. Yeah. <laughs>
0: I could say names of celebrities who are French. Does that count? No. How about you, Coco? So yours is Haruki Murakami, which Murakami, I mean, uh, I'm, quite, I'm quite surprised. I, I
1: didn't expect that. Really? Um, who else? I like Dan Harmon and Greg Daniels. Okay. Don't know him. Com- the writer of Community. Okay, uh, I, I don't know. Who no, that is. doesn't ring a bell. So, yeah, I have a very okay. weird, weird taste in writers.
0: All right, so you know, you guys mentioned. Uh... Oh, so is Dan Harmon the Rick and Morty guy? Uh huh,
1: yeah.
0: Oh, okay. He's a good then writer, like
1: though.
0: Too, since I also like Rick and Morty. All right, so you know, you guys, I'm so surprised about the Robert Frost of uh, Jason Hardy. That's a very, um, how do I say, that's like one of those connoisseur-type answers when you know the person knows what he's talking about. Wait,
1: you were cutting in and out? What did you say?
0: Oh, I was? What was the Robert What was the last thing that you guys heard? I Robert think Frost. I heard everything you said. But yeah, I, I was a bit surprised with Robert Frost because that was a name I haven't heard in a long time. And usually those who say Robert Frost are those people who really know their, their shit, right? But yeah, so let's let's go to um the whole erotic uh, because you guys are two different writers about sex. Coco's about health and science, while Jason's about eroticism, uh, fan fiction, and all of these things. And I'm just wondering, like, is there a way to connect both? Is there like a subgenre of like health slash scientific erotic writing, or or, or am I just making up a genre?
1: No, um, I think it's actually a if you write the fan fiction that uh revolves around like the the pleasures of sex or, or the medical side of sex, that's how you can actually connect yeah. the dots. So mm, I feel like it's yes. important to I don't know, but maybe it's up to Jason to to answer that. You've done so, medical fanfiction, right? Yes. A lot, Medical um,
2: fan fiction, okay.
1: Imagine so like great anatomy, anatomy like that?
2: <laughs> with the good doctors um, like that? Okay, so slight slight background here. I, I went to school for nursing and my family was all nurses and I grew up with oh, medical textbooks, so it's kind of in, just in my brain a bit. And um, basically where these two things would overlap would be either like kind of realistic science fiction or like historical, but basically anything that would really focus on the actual like pleasure of it, but expressed through uh, the way it would work medically. So like the endocrine system, the the hormones that are released during sex, uh, like oxytocin <laughs> Stuff
0: like that. Uh-huh. Wow, I mean you know those are terms that I haven't heard in in forever, oxytocin. And all of the, like, I mean like probably what? the last time I heard that was like in it, an episode of PR. It's not a daily or some, word. It's or not like... some medical film. You know, like, uh because you know, maybe, I mean it's
1: not a word that you're supposed to like cure in a daily, I think.
0: No, but you know what I mean? It's like one of those... I mean, like, you hear, like, a broken ankle, uh, the nervous system. Uh, okay. You know what I mean? Like, what? Oh, it like, okay. Okay, I yeah. There's no oxytocin, the hormone release during orgasm and causes mothers to fall in love with their children. Oh! Mm-hmm. All right, that's that's... Okay, so I'm curious though, Jason. So you, you you went to school to be a nurse, but th- I, did you finish? Um, did I, you finish school? No, I did not. You dropped um, out. I absolutely dropped out, hundred percent. And what? What? And then then and then when you dropped out, is that when you decided I'm going to be a writer like that? I mean, is that how it went. Not,
2: no, not immediately. Um, well, uh, my father was diagnosed with cancer, and I just I. I wanted to go to school to be a trauma nurse and dealing with uh, personal trauma while trying to go to school for that just does not work. And um, I had a friend who is an entrepreneur and was very successful and I was working with him already. And I just, I didn't see the point of continuing an education that wouldn't in any way make me meaningfully happy during that time in my life. So I stopped also because student loans in the United States are um, predatory, yeah. monstrous, horrible nightmares, which yeah. I, I don't want to be in debt for the next 40 years over uh, six years of school. So no, uh, I decided to pursue things that I could do without having to basically indenture myself forever to pursue. Also, I wind up making more. But that's uh, that's separate from it. I didn't know that at the time.
0: Yeah, yeah. So I I don't know if you're comfortable answering this, but I I don't think you you studied in the in the U.S. right? I did, yeah. But what what, what made you decide to to move to the Philippines?
2: I had a friend in college that was Filipino, and. I went to his brother's wedding and we went down to the Keys and we had a really good time. And he was telling me about his family. And when I first met the guy, I, I thought that he was just like ridiculously crazy, insanely happy, like like fake happy. Like when when you when someone is clearly putting on that, like I'm a super happy person act. And then I met the rest of his family and they're all like that. And then I just realized, all Filipinos are just happier than Americans. So I I wanted to leave the United States anyway, and I, I was torn between the Philippines and Mexico. And uh, I'd met some other friends that uh, that live here, or that live here part-time. And they were all like, hey, you should uh, you should come here. And I'm just like, really, seriously? And they're like, yeah, it, it, it'll be totally easy to find a place you can work online you already kind of work online why not just go all in with it and i'm like sure
0: so i've been here for three years three years so you moved here 2019 uh yes january 16th, 2019. wow a year before this whole shit storm of a pandemic huh yeah uh, where 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 in the states were you based Florida or where did you live? Sorry. Where in the Florida. states did you live? Still Florida, right? For, Fort Fort no. Lauderdale. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, Okay, Fort Lauderdale. Okay. Wow. Okay. And you flew all the way from there to to the Philippines. It was a and, and, um, Yeah. <laughs> so how is it so far? Like how's life here for you compared to there? Great. Um it's fantastic. I,
2: I wouldn't be able to afford a place to live in the United States. Well, okay, now I'd probably be able to afford a place to live. But it is roughly eight times more expensive to live in Florida than it is to live here. Yeah. So like a two-bedroom condo for like $1,000 with furniture, internet, food, clothing, pretty much everything included versus not even a studio for less than like three thousand dollars in in florida i mean granted yeah. you, you could move uh further north but then you would be in like agricultural farmland and there would be no towns and like in oklahoma or
0: arkansas or, or arkansas or something
2: yeah pretty much dust bowl yeah
0: it's really crazy the the difference right uh, i have friends who live in um, new york Three thousand, I think, is the minimum for a place there. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, that's just like a studio, I think, if I'm not mistaken.
2: Like, like a like a shoebox studio. Yeah, exactly. You you get one room, and one plate, and like maybe a burner. <laughs> yeah.
0: Or a microwave or something. Right?
2: <laughs> you don't really get the cook at. The- if, if you're really lucky, uh, one second,
0: I will be right back. Sure. Yeah, but actually, that's true though, Coco. Because like here, with $3,000 to rent, you, know, you could just rent Coco's mansion in her, in her mansion, right? For a month.
1: What the heck? I don't know what why you keep implying that I have that amount of money. Which by it's the way, amount guys, of money I saying that
0: you live in a big house. That's all I'm saying.
1: Also that. No, it's it's not true. So, <clears throat> that's Cut all that
0: out. Okay. But anyway, um, yeah, so going back, uh but how about you, Coco? Like, um so you and Jason kind of have known each other for just a short time and all. Uh, yeah. so what's the most interesting about him? Interesting thing about him that, that you know when you guys would talk and stuff that you learned. Since so he's not here anyway to, to hear your answer.
1: Mm, I learned a lot from him. So of course, we talk about like our jobs and stuff, and it's so funny how how it's so different and also so the same at the same time. Do you get it because like we both write, right? Yeah, yeah, definitely. And yeah, it's it's just fancy to me that like I can relate with what he writes, but also at the same time, I feel like that's very different from what I do so there's just a lot of growth whenever we talk about our jobs and there's always like interesting things happening consistently like so um, when I when I uh, come across a meme or something on the internet that is very (laughs) related to what I do um, and what I make online I I send it to him because I know he'd appreciate it because it's in the same field you know it's it's kind of like uh, your usual Filipino uh, calling stuff, but it's better. Okay. I don't know if that makes sense, but yeah. All
0: right. Uh, how about you, Jason? Like, you know, I was talking to um, the Spider-Man twin meme thing for the
1: <laughs> No, exactly. We literally <laughs> um, sent that to each other the first day we met.
0: Yeah. All right, so the next thing I want to ask you, Jason. Because I actually asked this question to Coco in one of her earlier episodes, and I asked her like, "What is the weirdest um, fetish that she's heard of or witnessed?" And uh, I don't want to repeat that story. Uh, we can just tell the yes. after the episode because That's when I heard was. that, when she told me that answer, I legitimately wanted to go to my ref and get like the hardest drink I have possible because it was really like, the weirdest like. <laughs> shit of all time but how about you like you know whether it's something oh, that you to be fair
1: pa, it's not as weird as one might think a lot of people in the kink kink um, community actually are into that you know a lot of them I'm not kidding it's not as weird as you might think okay but... well
0: I am a very old person in terms of how I do anyway and...
1: again, let's hear from
0: Jason <laughs> Yeah, so Jason, how okay. about you? Um, um, I
2: I can, you can give you a lot of answers. It, yeah. I'm sorry. Hello. You you could yeah, ask, can you so say that again? Weird, weird, this,
0: yeah, so where does kink or fetish that you either witnessed in person or that you wrote about? Um someone
2: once commissioned me to write an entire role play involving a woman fucking a horse. So, I would have to go with that hands down with very little as like a second place. I mean, there's there's other ones. I mean, I've had people ask me to write like murder fan fiction of of their spouses but I definitely have to go with the uh, the fully penetrative, um, graphically detailed, almost anime-esque detailed horse-fucking roleplay. That's easily the weirdest.
1: Well, think Pooja Horseman, right? No, but- I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I'm just
0: kidding. Jack Horseman, but- uh,
2: No, it's wow. not the
0: same. It wasn't even... um...
1: No, it's that, it's which is, straight up bestiality.
0: Yeah, but you know, like oh, yeah, I'm at a loss of for for words just because I didn't think we'd be discussing bestiality right now. Like I wish I just like you know let me just say I wish you, I just brought up. You my, asked for the weirdest. My, I know I did ask for it, but I didn't know what I was getting myself into. It's not your fault. It's all my fault. I wish I, I brought I out can something, go something than
2: classical. Classical. Sorry. Sorry. I have, have a more fantastical answer that is not bestiality related.
0: Okay, something that doesn't involve animals. Okay. Um, a
2: science fiction fantasy story about a race of alien women siphoning all of the semen out of a guy's. Scrotum until he was literally just like
0: a, a breeding stock for an alien <laughs> clinic. Okay, that isn't as bad. I'm gonna be honest. Like, if you started out with that, maybe I'd find it a bit weird. But then when you discuss horse <laughs> reality, like, there's there's nothing else. There's absolutely nothing else. Like, if you tell me right now, I wrote medical fiction wherein the person wanted to stick the the stethoscope up their butt, it wouldn't matter to me. Like, I'm so numb from. All of that, that you, know, yes. you know even that actually sounds like a good science fiction yeah, good. book. Like I would read something like that. Let's say it was a science fiction book that didn't have too much erotic but but like the, the the point is there's an alien invasion with alien women who only get the men because they want to get the semen to use it as whatever. Whatever, like, yeah. That could be a good film, right? It could, but <laughs> like okay, first question. The person who asked you to write this was it a man or a woman? It was a guy. Oh man, okay. The guy that wanted to put himself
1: <laughs> in the place of the main character. Oh my god, Paul! If you if you can see the look at your face right now, it's so funny. You look so dead. Also, I'm really dead on the inside. In I, I, can... I feel like this is a good no, time to show you the only thing that I.
0: I'll actually... give you like a brief background about me. When Coco and I, you know, discuss. Sex and we don't really talk about sex that much. Um, What you call this? I'm very old school. You know, I don't really do the whole um, exploring thing. I mean, now sex is very open. There's many ways on how you can do it. Uh, No, I'm not really into sexting either. No, not really that. Like sex for me is just legitimately. I'm a guy. She's a girl. Uh, I have very
1: vanilla. Yeah. Like very
0: vanilla, very you know, old school, like that. I mean, I'm not a fan of the whole like, um, you know, Dom and sub thing, like that. I mean, I have nothing against that, it's just that, in my opinion, I just can't understand it. But you know, for me, for as long as both sides are you know, consenting adults, consenting. there's no problem, right? Mm-hmm. But this is really like a no for me, like Jesus Christ, like, no, God, please, like. Um, Our little bread and butter, na cocoa. Okay, wait. So Jason sent the link to the sentient pleasures. Yes. Oh, that is what you don't have it in. You don't have it like published, like hard, like you know, paper. No. Why though? I
2: it published on Amazon because it was easier because you the cost the physical Yeah.
0: But yeah, sixteen pages—that's pretty short,
2: though. So. Oh, it's the it's the first chapter. Um, I wanted oh. to publish serially, like how they used to, in like the eighteen hundreds or nineteen hundreds, like yeah, you, like the like like a shonen almost, but not mm-hmm. like the text equivalent <laughs> of like a, a next issue every month kind of kind of deal. And um, okay,
0: pages, though. Um, so you put volume one. And sorry yeah. to cut you off but um me as a reader uh because I love all kinds of books you know whether it's um the usual where it's all just letters or graphic novels mm-hmm. you know with the, with the photos and such but I'm the type that I don't like buying a lot for me I prefer like just compile it then I will read everything like you know when I watched shows before what I used to do was I would wait for the season to be this done way- then I would mm-hmm. binge watch I do it. the same thing <laughs> Right, because I hate like waiting a week. Like, after I watch an episode, I'm like, Shit, what's going to happen next? I'd rather not think about it for like w- whether it's two, three months or whatever. Then, when it's done, I binge watch it. Uh, so like mm-hmm. okay, volume one so far, how many volumes are you planning to to do with this one? At least 50, 15 or 50? 50, 50. Oh, wow, okay, that's going to be a <laughs> thick ass book, yeah. <laughs> I, I don't really do short, anything. Yeah, because 16, uh, let's assume they're all 16 pages, which is impossible, right? That would it's be really not. Go on. Crazy, that's almost as long as Gone with the Wind. The novel? Yeah, it's, a, I think, 1,200 pages, you give or take. Something like that. I know mm-hmm. it's really long, like way longer than 500 pages. Mm-hmm. But wow! So, how about you, Jason? So you you mentioned that bestiality in terms of writing, but in terms of like actual witnessing, what what is like oh, the strange... God, no. um
2: Also, it's one thousand and thirty-seven pages
0: as of the first Gone edition. I yeah, 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 and you do something like that. Yeah. yeah.
1: So what um, is the? Yeah, the craziest thing I've witnessed. Yeah uh slash done
0: i mean it could be okay it could be you who did it or a friend but like something where you know it's not bullshit when you saw it or heard it
2: well i know that small penis humiliation is very popular and upon perusing that for various role plays i had someone that wanted that from me and when they showed me their dick for me to write a mocking of it, there was like an inch and a half and then like a straw. Like a literal straw. Like 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 a little plastic catheter looking tube.
0: Um in, in, you know, uh i dead right now uh, yeah i just want to chug this wine and just get something harder go forth just chug chug away friend no but it's okay i, I don't want to um wow sorry I, this is like the first i think this is the only episode wherein i'm legitimately speechless like i don't know how to respond to that you know i thought the bestiality was bad then you got <laughs> you know, something even worse like could you just Hit it on me right now, just so that I'm dead for the rest of the
1: episode. Like, is there okay, anything so... worse than those 2 SPHs, a I A lot of I've those are it,
2: like, yeah, okay. That's wow. not well. The first chapter that I've linked to you of my serial novel Sinient Pleasures* is about a guy in college that buys a demonic fleshlight. And the next day, after dropping ridiculous amounts of acid, wakes up to a Scarlett Johansson-looking woman in his kitchen. And it turns out to be the fleshlight.
1: Oh. Well, that's interesting.
0: You know, that's actually not that bad. <laughs>
2: I, I set the bar. It
0: sounds like it could be in a show. You know, like no, but you know the way you describe it, it just sounds like a plot. You know I it mean? is in a good way. Like it sounds like something that I could be watching right now, whether it's porn or like you know normal show, right?
1: Yeah, so it doesn't <laughs> sound so
0: bad? Like Scarlett Johansson flashlight out of nowhere. That doesn't sound so bad. Thank you. Netflix. <laughs> Well, you never know, though. I mean, Netflix has had some hits and misses. That could be a hit for all we know, right? No, but okay. So I guess here's my question to you, Jason. Uh, what is your kink or fetish? Can you be more specific? Um, how do you even be more specific? than Okay. Um, what is a kink or fetish that you like doing? Because I guess there's like doing and receiving, experiencing. Yeah, like you're the oh. one doing. Like, does that make sense, Coco? Am, am I asking
1: it right? Mm-hmm. No, I think what What do you mean, Pao? Okay, let's, no, me listen. Um, Pao pa- pa was just trying to ask. What are, uh, the the, the what are your kinks What are your fetishes? things that uh uh you get turned on by? Uh, def- definitely face sitting
2: hmm okay uh massive ridiculous tan ass
0: um... <laughs> sorry what does that mean <laughs> so
1: sorry. when a wo- when a woman sits on the guy's face it's literally what it is it's face sitting
0: no, no no the other one i was describing
2: the kind of ass
0: oh okay sorry sorry okay i thought it was a different kind of uh all right, my bad. Sorry. Okay, so face sitting then.
2: Uh, yeah, I, I'm. I'm simple. It's
0: what I like. Okay, just just um, normal face All All right, and okay. Uh, why the, why is that something that you're, that you really like? Like, why that from from all?
2: Um, have you ever tried autoerotic asphyxiation before?
0: Nope. Uh, But that is something I know, I think it was David Carradine who died from that, if I remember correctly. Well, when you
2: prefer to have sex with a partner rather than um, some rope. Doing it Mm yourself. Yeah, it's a lot safer and more enjoyable because then you have someone else doing it to you rather than like needing a spotter to make sure that your entire face doesn't turn blue and your lips turn purple and you swap no. it and die in a it closet yeah mm-hmm.
0: so I mean, i'm just curious though jason like how did you discover that that was your fetish like did you enjoy that uh
2: reading porn online and then wanting to find somebody to do that to me
0: Okay so it's like something that you saw then you're like I want to try this out then when it you was did, something like, that oh, I read
2: like... and Oh sorry sorry
0: my my bad so you, you read it online then you're like you know I want to try this in real life pretty much and yeah you enjoyed it okay um how about yeah. you Coco what's your what's your number 1
1: number 1
0: what? uh it's Kings King. <laughs>
1: yeah. straight up um fam yeah, you know, nominations, and... anything that involves uh, um, the woman being in control and the guy being, you know, uh, or doing the submission.
0: Yeah, and uh, how did you discover that that's what you like? Um, do I have to go into detail? Not exactly. You can be as um, vague as you want. But... Oh,
1: well, there was um, an instance in the past. Um, I was out of town, and okay. I hooked up with this guy, and I didn't I didn't know anything about my body before. At that time, I was very vanilla. I just I just know sex as how most people know it, you know, like PIV penis and vagina thing. Very very vanilla. So <clears throat> um, when I hooked up with this guy, I basically was the param he tried to like do me anally and i did not like it and it took him a couple of minutes for um his thing to get into my back i'm trying to really watch my language because i know some of my friends might be watching or my family god but anyway so um i was like you know what let me do it um so i flipped him over and i did the fucking and i was like oh okay this feels a lot better so that i think that was the um that was the turning point where I realized, oh, I'm, I'm, I should be dominant. I should be more dominant in bed. And then I started researching about it, talking to more uh, people with the same inclination in bed. And yeah, that was it. Okay. I never returned so, back.
0: Yeah. So um, Mickey Alonso uh, commented, couldn't agree. At- Enough, I'm not really sure with what. At which part, uh, yeah. At which part, so Mickey, if you could, uh, sorry, am I saying her name right, or is it Mikey? Mickey, Mickey, hi, Mickey, yeah. I know her. Hey, uh, hey, Mickey, uh, you know, just comment down below which part you couldn't agree enough with. Uh, so I guess it's more so, like, you know, I'm just wondering because, like, me, right, I'm a very old school kind of guy, right, but you know, there are a lot of younger people out there who really explore a lot, you know, whether bodies, with partners, and things mm-hmm. like that. And I'm just wondering, why do you think now, and I'm going to ask this to Jason then Coco, you are after, why do you think mm-hmm. now people are more open to exploring, you know, sex as compared to before? Of course, we don't include like the 1800s, right? I'm just talking about like the 90s. Let's just go from there. Not really like the 80s, the 50s. Social or media. Yeah. For social media. Okay. The, the so, ability like like that. Is, is that how really of
2: partners
1: mm-hmm.
0: actually? I'm glad Jason you got the reference about when I said hey Mickey, so, yeah. But uh, Coco didn't get <laughs> it. I, don't think I,
2: I, was. I wasn't sure if I should start singing it. No, not. I
1: wanted to sing no, it I too. Got but... it. I,
0: hey, I got it. it.
1: We're the same age, pal.
0: Oh, Yarba! I thought you were younger. No,
1: no, 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 no. Me and Jason.
0: Ah, uh, okay. And
1: it's well, not this, that this, old as song. Well. It's it's like a
0: there's like a
2: two day difference. Huh? You're 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 two you're two days older than
1: me. Am I?
2: Well,
0: yes. when when is your birthday? Like, what what when's your birthday, guys? Since it's just two days mm-hmm. anyway.
1: November. Uh, 22. yeah, yeah, November, November
0: Oh, you are two days older.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I am.
0: Yeah, so um, Mickey says it's with Miss Elsing. Miss Coco is so pretty. All right. So for Jason, um, when we're talking about how people are more open about exploring themselves, it's because of social media, I guess, you know, whether it's, um, you know, the internet in general, like, Well, Tinder well, or,
2: Snapchat, or uh, Snapchat hookups or that's...
0: Snapchat, Snapchat was really a hookup.
1: Yeah. I use yeah. that a lot. Am I the only
0: one who didn't know this? I didn't use it for that, but I knew of it. No, I never knew. Like, I thought this whole time I just used it so I can show people what I'm eating, but delete it after a few seconds because I don't want to feel fat.
1: But no, it's actually one of the safest Why for you.
0: No, have uh, people yeah. been doing this for a long time, using it for like sexting in a way?
1: Yeah. yeah. Well, it's literally the reason why a lot of uh, messaging it's it's apps right yes. now have that disappearing feature. It's because of Snap. And also, and the, also uh, if you the screenshot a conversation platform. or whatever, the other person will get notified.
0: On Snapchat. That's yeah. So people. Yeah, that's mean, why people prefer
1: that. Wow. Also, I'm hi pretty... Mickey. I think you're pretty too, and I miss you a lot. I am
0: so old, <sighs> Jesus Christ! So Snapchat is used for sex. Like advanced sex thing, I I don't know what even. Well, call it. it's more
2: like cheating, really. Honestly, a lot cheating. Uh,
0: okay. Yeah. So why is it cheating?
2: Spouses, married people.
0: Uh, does you oh. don't oh. So it's are, like right? um. That what's that? What's that website in the US? Something Madison. Ashley Madison, Ashley. yeah. That's the, yeah. That's the website where married people, right? Get the hookup. It, it got le- it, it got leaked. Yeah, it uh, got leaked. So- Yeah, have you heard Coco acting Madison? Mm -hmm. Crazy, crazy! Like I never even know you could earn that much money just making um, married people hook up. Okay, um, how about you, Coco? Why do you think people are more open now to discussing, to exploring, and all of those things?
1: Um, social evolution, come on. (laughs) No, seriously. Um, people want. I think our media in general, like the movies we watch, songs we consume songs we listen to, um we see a lot of like uh sexuality themed or sex themed media, literally on a daily basis. And it affects us and makes us more curious to experience that, you know. So that's it for me. It's 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 the it's the media we consume, the songs, the movies we watch, TV series, even the books we read. They're getting more. Um, how do I say 50 this? Uh, provocative. Yeah, I mean yeah. Fifty
0: Shades, like was one of the bigger mainstream ones who really started it, I guess. In the Real latter, my really? hero. Really? Oh, really? Yeah. Wait, you you've read the books. I skipped. I skipped, but that's but, not why. But um, James
1: a hero. No, but even. Yeah, look, listen. Um, even if the certain, if even if a certain, like say, media, like song or yeah. um, uh, TV show isn't exactly about sex, there would be parts of it that would show like some sex scenes or whatever. It's just become part of like. The winning formula, to yeah. to like attract audience, I think. One hundred and fifty million dollars. Even a comedy show would F- have F- like, a sex scene or something. For sure. So,
0: <clears throat> yeah. So going to Jason, you, did you say that El James is your hero? For making one hundred and fifty million dollars from Twilight fanfiction? yes. Well true that makes sense uh but okay so there's only one author I've read and I cannot even remember the book anymore uh but I uh, uh, do you guys know the mark do you guys know Marquis de Sade? yes the, who, the the namesake of sadism yes yeah so he's this guy who I think it was like in the 1800s correct me if I'm wrong Jason when he would write these novels about sadism, and he was put into mental asylums. 120 days of life. Sodom. Uh, But I can't remember the book I read of his. But that was the only book that I felt were in. I was disturbed by it because of the things that he would write. But I kind of understood why uh, people would want to, you know, read that kind of um book. Literature. Right? Mm-hmm. Literature. So for Coco, first, um have you? which um, erotic novella have you read that you liked?
1: Um, Okay, so I'm just going to be honest here. I used to watch the, the sex stories from Tagalog newspapers before, when I was younger.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah, I really thought they were like fun and exciting. And I would so, you know you know those tabloids right yeah so i would always look forward to getting my haircut before cuz my 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 hairstylist had that had those tabloids and whenever i would go there for my haircut i would also skim at those <laughs> tabloids and read those little erotic stories cuz i I think they were I thought they were really fun.
0: Okay. Uh so Jason, for mine, uh the book that I read of his was Justine. Sorry, that was the one that I that I was able to read. Uh but right. how about you? Um, so um interject. what's an erotic uh novel or maybe from the newspaper like Coco that you that you read that you enjoyed? Uh
2: uh-huh. uh-huh. I can link you a blog but in in terms of like a mainstream erotica a
1: well in novel, my defense pa, I think I just have to say this
0: yeah
1: I don't have okay. a low standard in literature it's just that I appreciate the um the because it's it's based from a real person story it's someone else's um, sexual experiences. So I just that. Anyway, I just had to... I mean, it's not to like... that
0: wasn't, I mean it's, there's nothing wrong with that, actually. I mean, for as long as you're reading and you enjoy it, right? For as long as they're not talking about stuff that are, like, bestiality. I, 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 there's nothing wrong I'm with sorry. that. <laughs> no, it's, it's like I mean, I, I, I'm sorry. No, it's okay, Jason. I mean, I'm sorry I keep bring it up. It's just that, you know, I, I, I'm still... um. Trying to recover from that, but yeah, in terms of anything mainstream, uh, could you think of any book that you may have read that you thought, yeah, this is this is pretty good? I can think of a, a classical novel or two, but
2: nothing like recent. Um, okay. The De Cameron by Giovanni Boccaccio is mm-hmm. a oh. frame story that is about. Um, a group of people that are escaping a plague and they tell each other stories in a, in an abandoned mansion
1: I love that, that
2: they yeah. are inhabiting as they're trying not to die. Um, I actually have a copy if you want going to go grab it so you can see what it looks like. But um, it's, it is the precursor to the Canterbury Tales by Geoffrey Chaucer. Yeah. Um, and those are really the only two that I could think of that are like mainstream. Uh, I linked you guys a blog and it was one of, one of the first um, like fetish story blogs that I'd ever read. Mm-hmm. And that kind of got me into erotica writing. Um, there, There's a fetish called Omorashi, which is um, Japanese for like piss desperation. And there are websites that are largely text-based, that is where I started writing because I used to read, and I still read um, the various submissions by people. And a lot of people are willing to pay to have their version of their fetish written out. It's basically the reason I'm able to survive more or less. Mm -hmm.
0: Sorry, when you see- Inspiration fetish, like, what does that mean exactly?
1: Um, <laughs> are you sure you want to know the answer to this? I can, not I answer,
0: this. I can answer, answer this, it, but I'm just so numb right now, unless if it's like <laughs> the reality of like with three horses. I, I think I'll okay, try. yeah, whatever. Go, go for it, Jay. Okay, uh, some
2: people, myself included, really like seeing women with. Incredibly distended bladders uh, about to piss themselves in public or private. And that is the entire fetish for some people. It's the feeling of being desperate to pee. For others, it is watching other people in that situation. Hence, a very, very large segment of Japanese pornography uh, devoted to the subject. And a reason to learn the language if you really really like um foreign asian porn and would like to to understand what's being said without subtitles
0: so like um like so i'm just curious like why Mm -hmm. like since you you included yourself like why do you like that like why is that something that you enjoy i don't
1: think it's um yeah for I for one, as, as a sexual writer. Um, if there's anything I've learned over the years about writing about kings and fetishes, there it's one of those things that you you just it's you can't describe it like as like as accurately as you would want. A lot of uh these fetishes we we uh, develop uh because of a certain scenario, but I don't know if Jason can, can explain can. his, okay, go for it. Okay. So I
2: personally, the reason mm-hmm. that I enjoy it is because physiologically, when you have a full bladder, it pushes on the prostate and various other sexual organs, which I could name and go into detail, but basically it increases mm-hmm. sensitivity. And also I like watching other people humiliate themselves. Um, Essentially, it's a matter of sensation. And some people just really like to push their own limits, basically. And also um, I've yet to find a, a genre of written pornography that pays more than that, because that is mainly where people are like, hey, so I wanna see this character Drink a three-liter Pepsi, and <laughs> then pretty much.
0: And why do you think people? Um, because that's your, that's your opinion, right? I mean, why you like it? But mm-hmm. why do you think other people like that? Um, do you think it's because of the humiliation aspect, or is it? it, could, is be yeah. Yeah, it, it's it could be part of that. Yeah,
1: yeah. It's could be part of that.
0: Um.
2: It it depends. Like, if you're more of a dominant person like Coco, it's definitely a matter of wanting to watch other people completely humiliate themselves in a way that's not necessarily inherently harmful or graphic. For someone that's more submissive, it's about losing all forms of control completely.
0: So I'm curious though, Jason. Uh, since you brought up about being a sub, you know, submissive, right? Like people who are submissive. Uh, why do you think there are people out there, or you know, if you're if you are included, who mm-hmm. like uh, being subs, right? Because you mentioned that it's about not having control, because you know someone else has the control, right? Yeah. So yeah.
2: So so, so go ahead. So normally, uh. For example, in writing, I have complete 100% autonomous control over every single letter, word, and idea. Um, That's really, really not what I want in terms of, like, a sexual relationship, for example. Um, I would find that exhausting and horrible, actually. (laughs) Uh, For people that are more dominant, a lot of them typically lead lives where they're not in the same kind of control so in the same way that when you are exposed to something like when you're like a really high power ceo or a doctor or a lawyer you own your own business or businesses you don't want to be in control of the time that you're meant to be relaxing and enjoying yourself versus the complete opposite of that where if you're like Mm working in an office and you have eight bosses, and you have no sense of, I control what I do every day, then when you're with a partner or partners, you'd really want to
0: be able to control what's happening. Okay. no, You know, I like how you explained it. It's actually very simple. Like even the whole, Omurashi one, you really simplified it that, you know, uh, an uncle like me could easily um, understand it. Uh, well, you say that BDSM is simple, but for me, um, as someone who's very old school, I just don't get it in a way. Like, I just don't understand why. Uh, I mean, not really don't get it. It's just more of like, for me, it's just not really something I would want.
2: Well, I mean, you you mainly want to have sex, basically. Um, mm-hmm. versus cool. other people that want to have more of like a, a power dynamic. It, it's it's not wrong or anything. I mean,
0: yeah,
2: it's just a matter of what you're looking for in
0: that sort of relationship. So, um, quick question. Is it improper to... I mean, of course, not just some random stranger, right? You go up to them and say, hey, what's your fetish? But like, if you're with friends or If you're with people who you can trust, is it is it um, improper to ask them if you are in that kind of topic to ask? Hey, is what's your fetish or what 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 kink do you like? Like, is it something improper or it's not something improper?
2: It depends. I I don't really have a filter. I mean i I've had dates where my first question over breadsticks is, uh, "Hey, what are your feelings on anal sex?" But it, it just depends how close you are to the person yeah. and how comfortable they are with the situation. I mean, you you generally don't wanna make other people uncomfortable if they're not yeah. into it. And there's uh, definitely certain places you should not have that conversation, but uh, it, it just depends. I mean, if, if everyone's cool with it, then you can have a very interesting conversation about pretty much anything. Yeah, the the
0: reason why I ask this is um like in the Philippines, I'm sure you've noticed in the last um three years that you've been here, uh you know people like Coco, yep. oh my God, oh Jason, you, you to, um like Coco and I, you know, we're very open about it, uh you know we can talk about this stuff, right? But I'm sure you've met Filipinos wherein they're very conservative, like even the word sex, like oh my God, like why did you say that, word, Jason? Like, ha- have you met people like that? I, I haven't really. Honestly, I, I live a constant oh, wow. okay. cycle
2: of um, sexual life and debauchery, I guess. I mean, I, my every single working day ever is incredibly R to X rated, and I really only hang out with or surround myself with similarly like-minded people.
1: So, I don't
0: mean that
2: it works that way.
0: So, since you gave these examples, uh, if it's okay yeah. with Coco, uh, maybe we could uh, discuss these examples a bit. Uh, just you know, for our listeners tomorrow on Spotify, mm-hmm. uh, so they could learn a bit more. What in the fuck is fart porn? Like, okay, obviously, <sighs> fart porn is obviously farting, but. Like, do you fart on the person's face? Do you fart on your hand and make the person smell? Like, what is that exactly?
2: Both of those things, and
0: yes. Oh, my God. Okay, and... Like, like, okay. Sorry, I'm still trying to grasp the concept, Mm -hmm. It's It's good. Okay, so there are people out there who get... Mm -hmm aroused by farts. Yeah. You could mm-hmm. say that, yeah, definitely. 100%. Like the action of farting or the smell yeah. of the fart? Both of those things. <laughs> okay, let's just end it there. Um <coughs> I'm okay right? with it. It's okay. Um next I is am uh, not trying to bring in here. It's okay. I I'm not yet broken. Um okay, so blood porn, I think I kinda or blood fetish or whatever you want to call it. Yeah. I think I do have an idea. That's when you like cut you when people like cut themselves a bit, I think, or something. Is that yeah. Right? Yep. Or like
2: they cut their thumb and then they wipe it on the other person's face or body. That that's more of like an artistic thing though, like in the same way that there would be like incredibly artistic bondage like um uh, what's the uh the japanese yeah fancy- yeah,
0: yeah 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 <laughs> shoot, i know what you're talking about because um one of my guests before she does that a lot i just can't remember what he called that but yeah. um um yeah. with that though would you say that they're addicted to like the the, the pain is that why they they get fetid that is that why they like it because there's of course really when you so- cut yourself there's a pain right So is Mm -hmm. it because of the pain or because they see blood? Like why do you think people have that kind of fetish?
2: It's a release of endorphins as a result of the pain to cope with the pain. So like if you were to cut yourself, for example, or I I can't think of a, a more mainstream example than that actually. Or if you stub your toe really, really, really hard and then you feel terrible, And then after a couple seconds, your body releases a bunch of endorphins and you feel better. Well, there's a thing in the brain called the gating mechanism. So if you are experiencing one kind of pain, like a migraine, and then you break one of your fingers, you don't experience both of those to the same extent, to the same intensity at the same time, because the brain prioritizes the most immediate and painful sensation. So like a migraine would be a buildup of intracranial pressure, for example, or sinus pressure, and a broken finger would be a broken finger, which is the more pressing issue.
0: So I'm just wondering, uh, like for example, let's say, um, let's use Coco as the example since she disappeared. Um let's say okay. she's really into blood fetish, right? that she always cuts herself. I mean, if you always cut yourself to to release the blood, you're kinda of abusing your body to the point that wouldn't you need to cut yourself deeper or bigger to feel yeah. that? Like that is that how yeah, it works? You,
2: you you would get desensitized unless mm-hmm. you
0: bury yeah. it up a little bit.
2: Um a lot of people burn themselves too, which is worse because then you kill a bunch of nerve endings. I'm sorry. I'm sorry for the horrible examples.
0: No, 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 but Jesus fucking Christ.
1: There are people who like burning themselves. Mm-hmm. Okay.
0: No, sorry, please, okay. please go on. I'm just they're disturbed. Like,
1: masochist people yeah. in the around. They are, yes. So. Like, like any type wait. of pain. <laughs> and not only physical pain. A mental lot of people, mental yeah, yeah. a lot of people, a lot of guys, like even girls, uh are into getting cocked. You know, do you know what that is, pal? Sorry, I'm still like
0: um sorry, didn't okay. cock? Yeah, it's still processing. Process? Yeah, um, wait. No, no, I don't know what cock is. Sorry. It's just that, sorry, it's just more of Yeah, please go ahead.
1: What is cock? Sorry, yeah. No, I'm just saying about other people no, like, what, like what really it, are sorry. each of I, I have no idea what that is. Um, okay. So basically, if you're a cock, it means that Oh, um, cock. Yeah, <laughs> yeah like so, for example, um, I and Jason are together, right? If if I cock him, that means I'm gonna be sleeping with another person, another guy or girl while he's watching.
0: Ah, so like a cuckold.
1: Yes. Yeah, a cuckold.
0: Ah, okay. So it's the same thing. Okay, okay. Now I know what it is. Yeah. It's but more are, like the mental
1: uh, variation of that abuse, but people like. Getting abused physically mentally emotionally yeah mhm I know it's just hard to like get wrap your head around the whole thing, but you know, it's definitely I think I
0: guess it's the whole you know being made inferior being made humiliated it kind of goes back to the humiliation part
1: mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
0: But um no sorry just it's the burning for me like you know when I burn my finger I feel like dying you know? like I want to chop them off or something but <laughs> like, Jesus Christ okay um then Scott see Scott if we um... yeah go ahead go forward. no uh, are you do you know what sounding was... is? sorry I'm
1: Jason, just gonna
2: that? sounding do you know what
1: it is a sounding yeah
0: sounding
2: oh my
1: god
0: Yeah. what what is this like a sound fetish like you hear like you like listening to a certain sound like that no no it is not that okay um, um on a scale of okay what is worse bestiality or this it's on the same level. Level. oh jesus christ it's on the same level okay now pause in the sounding first I have to ask about scat. Then after scat, we can go back to sounding, okay? Because if it's in the same level as BCAT, I'm going to forget my whole question about scat. So scat is about um poo, right? Is that it? Yes. Yep, it okay. is shit porn. So, I mean, that's basically like when you have sex, you want to have maybe poo all over yourself or all over your partner or something like that. Or poo is like the the basic element in it. And yes. I'm just wondering, um, Jason, in your opinion, why do you think people like scat?
2: Like an extension of face-sitting and fart porn, but taken to a more extreme.
0: But like, um, because here's the thing, uh, because uh, my experience with that, like what I've seen on film in terms of, because there's this film I saw before, um, so a movie called um. A um, mamu and a mother, too, where she had to sleep with this guy to get money, and he liked that. Where, mm-hmm. you know, he put poo all over her and all these things.
1: And oh, first, with the director. Rod thing. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. So, with that, um, that's how I understood Scat, what it was. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Excuse me. And why do you think people like that? Like having poo all over themselves, having poo all over their partner, or having poop like the element of their sex? the depravity of it,
2: uh, it it can be an extension of a fart fetish if someone gets desensitized well, yeah so some people actually get high off of uh, repeatedly sniffing their own or other people's shit it's called jankum it's weird as fuck but in theory
0: doesn't hurt anybody but can can't can you get like sick from the germs of poop and stuff? I mean, that has like bacteria and shit. That's why
2: people generally take antibiotics beforehand.
0: Yes. Because like imagine if you're having sex and your partner pooped and it's like filled with corn and shit. Like that's disgusting. <laughs> you know, like yeah. you, you see the corn kernels all over it, like
2: I I'd never considered it before.
1: Well, now you See, pal, this, this, is part, I mean, this is what I meant when Jesus. I said earlier that there, there preferences that we do have as sexual beings that's hard to explain. We don't know why, but we just like it.
0: Yeah. No. I mean, I'm and not trying to. I'm not trying to um make a sense like, out of it. Like no, I'm not trying to um. What's the term for that? Cocoa? Like, I'm not trying to um, Sorry, make you. Make people Justify. feel bad for life or no, I'm not trying to make shame. people feel bad for life. Yeah, shame. I'm not trying to check. This is more of me just trying to understand. Yeah, you know I am mean? uh-huh. not saying that it's wrong, it's bad, or whatever. I mean for me, as long yeah, no, as
1: I'm just saying, even those yeah. people probably don't know why they I don't like know that how too. to
0: explain it themselves.
1: hmm
0: Like Jesus, like imagine, like imagine if you had like if you ate a whole cob of corn. Ah, uh, anyway. Then it's like whole and shit. Like, okay, sorry. Yeah. Okay. I'm, well, there people having dinners right now. If
1: you're if you're watching this podcast while you're having breakfast or lunch or dinner or whatever, no, no, just I, always,
0: <laughs> I always, upload this in the <laughs> afternoon, so you know. Oh, I know. So that's okay. okay. So let's well, go to sounding. What is that? So it and is Okay. <laughs> I made it. I in it I'm you're, in you're, for a treat. All
2: right, you're, you're giving me a really great moment here. So, there's actually a story about this by Chuck Palahniuk, who's the author of Fight Club.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. Love Shop.
0: He's a good author.
2: So, it's in the book Haunted, and it's specifically the short story Guts. So, uh, doing this the proper way. You're in some Middle Eastern country or you have a sex shop near you, one or the other, and there's a rod, it's Mm -hmm. either metal or plastic or glass, and you shove it into your urethra. The reason I bring up the story of Guts is because the main character of one of the three parts of this story didn't have this little metal mail opener looking rod So they used a birthday candle, like like a tiny birthday candle, and they lost track of the wax, and they had to go to the hospital, and they had to uh, have very very extensive surgery, which was paid for with their college fund. So the reason I mention this is because Chuck Palahniuk, in writing this story, went to a bunch of sex addict anonymous type meeting and listen to other people describe the horrific things that they've done to themselves and that was one of the worst
1: hey i actually um i, I used Googled to talk
0: to this guy and... i'm sorry
1: I, I i used to talk to this guy who was really into that and he told me that it was super pleasurable for him so, I'm not sure if it's really horrific.
2: Oh, no. The, uh, it wasn't the, the sound of the AA, the meeting. The, the yeah. problem, it was the, um, it was that they didn't use the proper tool to do the brain.
0: Right. So, I I Googled what the urethra was and.
1: Wow, oh, it's, it's. yeah.
0: So, I'm just thinking <laughs> of it sure. like, as a man with a penis like why
1: i how? it was painful too.
0: and why like why how and why again in that order oh, and why is it called sounding because you're screaming while you're doing it like why it <laughs> because jesus christ i can't think of a sound that would come out if you if you did that aside from jesus fucking christ what are you doing to me just shoot me already or something
1: <laughs> You actually um, start by doing it yourself first. I don't want to. No, no. It's more of like, why is it called sounding? I actually it. don't know the answer
0: to I thought
1: that was. I actually thought it was interesting. I almost tried that. Almost. Like, I was this close to trying that. But I decided against it it was gonna make me use the same tube he was, he was saying. Oh,
2: that's perfect. Was he gonna sterilize it first?
1: Was, was he gonna yeah, like? N- no, he didn't. No, no, no. That's why I said no. That's disgusting. But I, I was interested. Yeah,
0: but don't be like, oh, I stuck it in me. Don't stick it in you. Like, sterilize it first.
1: Like, what the fuck?
2: Well, actually, technically, urine is sterile by itself
0: um no, you shouldn't Jason, don't, do don't it defend. he should have still offered to clean it first man come on
2: i agree i agree completely the urine itself is sterile
0: all of I, I the know, but Jesus byproducts
2: goodness. from the food that broken
0: down it's not mm-hmm. okay um mm-hmm. you know what uh shit um is that the is that the worst that that, that that is there like one where you stick a thing up your ear or something? Is there some sort of fetish? like I mean, like, is there anything else that's worse than that in terms of it sounds so fucking painful? Uh, so, oh my god, there is.
2: <laughs> well, okay, there's there's things that are horrific because of the things that have that don't survive, and there's things that are horrific because I, I personally wouldn't want a bunch of bugs crawling on me, but some people are into that.
0: Like bugs crawling on your skin? Yes.
1: That doesn't sound so bad. Mm. That's that's the, uh, that's, icky. that's the one that's okay?
0: Like bugs going on my arm and
1: stuff? Uh, your are like bugs all over me. So I'm thinking. Okay, can we like agree on God. one thing? I think the worst, okay, for me, is necrophilia. I'm not. Oh not yeah, a... obviously.
0: Like I—I I, I mean, I didn't even think of that because yeah, I thought I we would all agree. Huh?
2: You can die from necrophilia.
1: Exactly. No, that. That's like and Jesus also Christ the fact Christ. that it's a fucking like dead
0: person. Okay. Here, the reason why I didn't even bother mentioning necrophilia because I thought that we was all like, collectively
1: agreed
0: yeah. that that's obviously really bad.
1: But you know, but I know some. I know, I don't know this person personally, uh, but he streams necrophilic shows and he earns shit ton of money. Like I'm shit sorry, how does that ton work? of money.
2: Does does, huh? he, does he have an inn with like a like a
1: grave digger or something? Where where would he get, get the bodies from? Um, that? I don't I don't know I don't know and I have no idea of knowing where the body comes from uh, where the bodies come from, like like actual bodies like nothing. Like he not streams so. it. He streams it. I I, I need the link it. for that. Wait, where I, does I, he I, stream I, it? I
2: to
1: God, I'll,
0: I'll, I'll don't link the website, to, but. Like it's not like a Facebook, obviously, right?
1: It's like no, some no, 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 no. Web, I like it to one of his shows. I don't it's want to disgusting. see one of his shows.
0: But it's interesting because
1: he earns a lot of money. But it's just something that I would never do ever. I think he, uh, I think he's what are you a or something? I don't know. Oh, okay. that's why he's a that, makes, that, makes it, that makes so makes much sense. sense. Yeah.
0: Okay. That that that
1: makes. Oh my the God, sense. No, it does. Still doesn't make sense. It's oh my no, god! I mean, it doesn't make sense. It's it's the question of where get the body.
0: It's more so of it's like the, the logistics of getting the body. It's like uh, oh, here's the body, uh, here's the. I
1: place. love that you use the term logistics. Yes.
0: You. No, because
1: like, <laughs> so like, like what the hell to does, does you get the
0: body if that's the case?
1: You either I love work how to my two to bodies here for my content tonight.
0: Yeah, it's like oh, I have like three new ones. Uh. You know, give me a shout out uh if I hit a hundred k. Make it a threesome. But
1: he earns a lot of money. I swear to God, like he does. Is he Filipino? No, 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 no. So, if which... he does that here, he's gonna be. But if he does kids. that anywhere,
0: there's no country that allows that. That's not view. true. That is
1: very what? much true.
0: There are countries that allow it. Yeah, I, th-
1: I think Netherlands allow allows it. Yeah, they do. Mm-hmm. The where? The no, other mens? Men. Oh, well. I'm I'm not 100% sure, but I think they do. Prostitution, any uh, kind of sex work.
2: Um, there's states that allow it. If. Ugh. New Mexico, Nebraska, Vermont.
0: There's I'm oh. disappointed in Bernie Sanders, man. <laughs> you should I'm have removed him
2: disappointed I didn't know about this previously because I would never think this would be
0: allowed um, I'm disappointed that Bernie didn't win for president but anyway um India you you can do it in India
1: see uh,
0: uh, okay so um I don't want to like make this like a long conversation about that topic Um <laughs> Sure. So aside from okay, so Coco would never do necrophilia. I think all three of us agree to that. Um, what else, Coco? Like something that you don't think is a universal? Like we'll all agree that it's bad. Like what is the worst kink for you?
1: That no, you I already said mine. Tra- no, aside from necrophilia, um, another one. Because I've done, I've done, I've done cat. I've done. Have I told you about the limbless guy?
0: Yeah, you you have you have. Oh
1: yeah, I did. Limbless. Yeah. Hmm? Oh, limbless. Okay. Limbless. Yeah. 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 Um. Go so on. his Any quadriplegic th- was, yeah. But anyway. Yeah, that was mine. I'm I'm never gonna fuck a dead buddy. No, never.
0: Okay. How about you, Jason? Aside from necrophilia, which I think that would be everyone's That's... answer, give a different yeah.
1: answer. Uh, Jason, might do uh, not really feel that though. I'm not entirely sure. I, if that was enough, I would definitely do it. Um, wait, what? You um, would do it
0: for money? Yeah, sure,
1: definitely.
0: No, 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 not money. Like, just for fun. Like, for
1: shit. Oh, no, God no. Oh hey, if there's money involved, like, there's a million passes. So. Cool. are you serious? <laughs> I'm broke. and I, I need money, and I'm very materialistic. Okay, okay, what wait, Jason,
0: pause on you first, Coco. What is the price for that for you, then? Because even if what's you offer me a billion weird? dollars, I, I hate that
1: you're. Win. I hate that you're putting me in the spotlight. And I might because get offers. And I might get offers. Goes. What if oh, I get an offer tomorrow when I wake up, okay? Yeah, like, <laughs> what's the price <laughs> for that? I, I, um, 100 bucks in a pack of gum? <laughs> I mean... <laughs> I don't know. Probably at least... Twenty thousand dollars at least.
0: Hundred K USD, okay. Um Jesus, okay. What? Um she do it for a hundred K USD. You make me feel
1: cheap. Why you do How it? How much for would you do dollars? it for? Thirty bucks? Dinner? <laughs> no,
2: uh, ten thousand dollars.
1: I'll do twenty. I'll do k. I Twenty K is fine. It's what's the oh, wait,
2: pesos. What's the rate for that? Like, like, what, what is the standard price of let me fuck this corpse for you? What's basically what's the market rate? I probably won't.
1: I stake we tend my... to think it would be multiple thousands of dollars. It's, it's not like it's going to be like three grand. I hate that I'm even thinking about this. I shouldn't be. I hate thinking the fact that are
0: discussing this. <laughs> this is going to be on Spotify tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> so how am I gonna explain this to my Spotify listener? We <laughs> spent like ten minutes. This <laughs> necrophilia, right?
2: How am I gonna explain this
0: to anyone?
2: I I, I have something that is weirder than this, but less tap more taboo, tep- less taboo. Tep- I'm not I'm not sure. Okay, um, what is it, Jason? Shoot. Let's
0: cut the necrophilia thing out. Okay, go.
2: Uh, bug chasers, people that want to get. Infected with diseases and then infect other people with diseases. Oh god, uh, that's
1: uh,
0: that's evil though. It's a thing. It's a, it's ah, that, that, unpleasantly popular. Like you want Generally. to get sick, then I decide to make Coco sick on purpose. That that's that's not like no no
1: not no, no pal. Like like if you're sick, I want me to get sick by contracting it from you.
0: Yes. But no. But then Jason said that he want I want to infect other people. Also, that's
2: what other people do with that. Typically, they want. What do you sp- call that? They're bug chasers. Oh, it wasn't my intention to disturb you four different times in this way.
0: No, but like, no, it's like, what the fuck, man, like. So they're like COVID bug chases, like people want to get COVID and give COVID to other people. It's more like AIDS. Oh, Jesus, that's even worse. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. Yeah, like, oh, give me an incurable disease and I'll give it to someone else. Like, what the fuck?
2: It's not just someone else, as many people as humanly possible, but yes. I'll also, give it to
0: an entire population, sure, but I mean, like, <laughs> what? How does that even make? Okay, look. Okay, like, with with that example
1: okay you know i think it's um i think it's okay this is really uh geeky and nerdy but whatever i think just for the purpose of education just so listeners would not feel like we're just talking it just because we don't have anything to talk about and stuff i just want to circle back that um the premise of bdsm is still saddukism and masochism i think that's still part of it you know like if you see people suffer from like getting your disease or whatever, it's still say this in some way.
2: Yeah. So Safe same consensual. That's that's the premise of BDSM yeah. practice responsibly.
0: No yeah no no. I mean I, I, I get I get Jason, I get Coco. No, it's just like, like it's just difficult for me to wrap my head around it because you know what okay fine. <laughs> You know how I couldn't understand, let's say, the mm-hmm. burning, the, the cutting from blood, I guess, um, yeah, that sure. stuff. Um, those For all people. make sense versus the bug chasers, in my
1: opinion. So you see, when yeah. you pass an incurable disease to someone and you see them suffer, it gives you, like... I'm not defending them. Okay. Yeah, no, I know, I know, um, I know you're
0: not. It's, it's you,
1: it gives you this like god complex kind of thing, kind of deal that makes you think, oh, this person is suffering because of me. I'm very powerful. Like, it's I know it's crazy to think about it that way, but that's the most logical, like reasoning I can think of for why people as to white people like that. Or would might be into that. Jason, I don't know what do you think.
2: I'm sorry, did you just ask me for something worse than that?
0: What?
2: Like might as well no. bring
0: up Pandora's box, man. Like no, let's no, just it. No, yeah, yeah. I don't think
2: I can do one. Want... Some people want to get eaten by other people.
0: Murdered and
1: <laughs> Oh my god.
0: No. I know about that. God, no. there, there was this guy. Yeah. I can't remember what race, what country this was. Is it the dick
1: taco guy.
0: Yeah, the one who put it on Craigslist. Then he's like, yeah, go ahead. Eat mm-hmm. me, cook me up, and cook me. And he couldn't huh? cook the yeah. yeah. Yep. Yeah. I've heard of that. So, yeah.
2: Yes. And the, the guy that chopped off his dick and made tacos out of it. And served it to yeah. his friends.
0: Yeah. yeah that guy. Oh. Yeah, wow, I cannot okay. believe I actually said something that I know about it in this kind of episode.
1: Okay, I'm just waiting for this whole conversation to be over.
0: Yeah, okay, <laughs> So
1: let's, let's stop
0: the whole because here's the thing yeah. we started out with like the fun part of it. We're like, oh, yeah, association, poop, burning yeah. yourself.
1: Yeah, fun. When you start. think about these things, it doesn't sound so bad. Yeah, not at all, no. Nice. Even up you stuff, your euthia, yeah, yeah, sure. Stick up a whole
0: wine bottle on it if you want. Yeah, yeah, not bad. Um, okay, <laughs> so let's circle back because I don't want all my viewers to be traumatized. But okay, so here's what I want to really talk about in this part of the episode. Um, DOMs and subs, right? I know we kind of touched base on that earlier. But here's my first question, because like, I want this to be more about me asking questions that may sound silly, but mm-hmm. it helps people understand more about the relationship behind it. Because of course, you know, like when you experience it and when you know about it, like the level of you and Coco know about it, uh, mm-hmm. you know, these will sound like very silly questions, right? But if you're a noob or if someone who really doesn't understand it at all, these are probably like the first questions that they ask, right? So, the first one is Is it possible to have a dumb and sub relationship with zero sex involved? Yeah. Yeah. Like, for example, um, let's say you go to Coco and Coco be like, okay, you clean my house, like something like that. Like, yeah. is that an
2: example of that? Yeah, that's, that's totally normal. That's, that's a completely normal thing. Um, there's a lot of relationships that are like that, actually.
0: So when you say that there are a lot of relationships like that, do you mean like normal relationships wherein, let's say, the like, wife takes care of the husband or something like that?
2: Clarify uh, what you mean by normal.
1: Yeah, here. Um, Here's the thing, Pal. Um, I know this couple uh, and the the, the the woman is very dominant, right? And so the guy... Oh, I'm sorry, the girl, he, she always asks uh, her her, her boyfriend to like get him coffee and stuff, fetch stuff for him, make, uh, dress him in like maid's clothes or whatever. There's like literally zero sex involved, but you could see the dynamic uh, between them. You know that this person, that the woman is the dominant one and the guy is the submissive one. So yeah, it's possible.
0: Okay, and uh, all right, that makes sense that, you know, maybe um, one person wants to be controlled and the other one wants to be the controller, I guess? (laughs) I don't know if that's like a correct word to use, but okay. All right, Um, the next question is, uh, how extreme can it go and how, like, not extreme can it go? Like, what's the bare minimum for something like that? And what's like, whoa, this is extreme. In, of course, I just want like your opinions, alright. Like, there's no like mm. correct answer. Well, so we have
1: with we with, have uh, different limits for sure. Yeah,
0: exactly. So let's start off with Jason. Like, what's a minimum for you, and like, what's the maximum for you for something like that?
1: Um, for me personally, yeah, yeah. Like personal, like personal. What's your limits? What's your hard limits? Soft and hard limits, I guess, is we'll what Paul is to trying doing. to ask us. Uh, yeah, permanent damage. Hard, I like those terms. Yeah.
2: Hard, hard limits would be permanent damage, uh, things that I can't just recover from in like a couple days, basically.
0: Uh, Can you give an example of like something that you can't recover from in a couple of days?
2: Um, so, like from sounding. That was kind of going to be my go-to. Okay, um, like really, <laughs> really extreme BDSM, like. Where you're like being whipped or caned or like cat of nine tails to the point where there's um some extreme damage, I will uh, I'll be right back, I'll be back in five minutes.
0: Okay, all okay. right. So while Jason is um, you know, doing that, you Coco, what's your spot? hey Jason?
1: Yes, oh, you can turn your cap your, your cam off. Yeah. So anyway, Coco, like, what's a soft limit for you? A soft limit. Um, water sports are my soft uh, limits. Sorry, I what's a water you limit? Um, in layman's terms, in noob's terms, it's basically uh, the golden shower.
0: Okay, okay, okay. So that's, know, a yeah, that's a soft.
1: Yeah, okay. that's. And what's
0: a hard limit for you? Like, damn.
1: Um, probably anything that has to do with asphyxiation so breath play is my hard limit i just i'm just afraid i'm I'm scared that i might accidentally kill someone <laughs> i don't want to yeah
0: that's it so like as what is the okay if it's okay for you to answer this uh what is the toughest thing you've done in a bdsm role like what is the Thing that you did, you're like, whoa, this is like extreme levels. Uh,
1: to me, it's uh, I really struggle when the client asks for me to submit to them. See, I'm not versa, um, I'm straight top and dominant. Okay. So, if I get clients that wants me or that want me to be too bottom for them or to submit to them, it's where I really struggle.
0: So, is bottoming like a, a like a solid no
1: from your part
0: like you would never do it
1: not really never I mean if the price is right I would even do a dead body for $20,000 you'd even do what (laughs) I'd even do a dead body for (laughs) $20,000 okay anyway but that was it um it's a struggle for me to to submit.
0: Okay, I think that's a that's a that's a fair one, but while mm-hmm. golden charts like, did you ever experience the one receiving it, or you're the one giving it?
1: Yeah, I've I've done both. It's it's cool. It's a soft limit. It's the it's the kind of activity na that would indicate oh this person's this person might be really into the extremes. That's like an indicator for me.
0: Yeah, that, that's kind of weird for me. Like peeing on someone or getting peed on. That's kinda
1: I've done I've done that several times. It's it's okay. It's not it doesn't it does not do anything for me like sexually.
0: Yeah. But yeah you're right. That's a that's a sign saying that someone may like something um you know way more than that.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, it's like uh, the game yeah it's a gate.
0: exactly it's like it's like the toll fee you pay to to open uh,
1: it's like nlex oh okay exactly. N-Lex, N-Lex. yeah
0: exactly yeah, but wow um can i ask you, but oh, uh, no. what, is the, what is the wildest request that you got that you said no to
1: um well I haven't had I haven't said no to anything to end to, to to previous requests so far, but I've never done this cat thing twice. Mm-hmm. I haven't done it again twice, yeah. despite getting requests and
0: clients okay. so I guess that's the wildest thing you've done
1: <laughs> that you said yeah, yeah, I would say so. But you know, okay, I've yeah. never, I've really, need, I always need the money. So if there's like an extreme, extreme request from a person, I would, I would say yes. I would want to say yes.
0: How um. Uh, oh, what okay? happened?
2: I, I had to get food that was downstairs.
0: Oh, okay. Wow, oh. that was quick. Good for you. It's
1: not my. Food. I haven't eaten anything today yet.
0: Well, because you're in a water diet,
1: right? No, I wouldn't really call it a diet. Fasting is not a diet. It's more me connecting to my um, spiritual roots, practicing my spiritual spirituality, that uh-huh. kind of thing. So it's not yeah. as much as it's 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 not so much as losing weight as it is practicing spirituality.
2: Like meditative fasting for forty days, but not that long. Mm-hmm. Like oh, yeah. Really?
1: I'll do a thirteen though. Nice. I think it's just time I cleanse my, my gut.
2: I think. Take, I take um, probiotics.
0: Like, uh, yeah, I'll
1: do that. Thank
0: you. Like a, like a occult. Um, yeah. all
1: right, so Jason. So, so what is like the
0: wildest um fetish that you've done?
2: Um, I kind of try to stay in my lane, pretty much, uh,
0: <clears throat> face-sitting. Uh, so you haven't done anything wilder than that? Um, not not specifically. I mean, I I like what I like,
2: and outside of people paying me for things, I, I don't really venture out into the more exploratory part of the world. I mean, I, I'm simple. I just want some attractive Asian woman and sit on my face and suffocate me between her ass cheeks.
0: <clears throat> imagine though like if he like farts and stuff, so you tell her to fart on you, like oh man.
2: Yeah, pretty much.
0: Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Shit. Okay, so um yeah, so I'm curious though, have you guys ever met mm-hmm. someone? Oh, okay, so like you, you mentioned that you personally haven't done anything wild. But have you ever met a girl who wanted to do something wild with you and you're just like, nah, I, that's something I'm not willing to do?
2: Uh, no, I I generally start my date conversations out with, so what are your thoughts on face hitting and anal sex? And then go from there. And that's it. Um, then, yeah. Pretty much. It's, it kind of self-selects for... That basically, Um, I think
1: that's the way to do it. Yeah,
2: you find out what's right. Search for your preference.
0: (laughs) So I'm wondering, guys, um, would you say it's difficult for to be in a relationship with someone who isn't willing to do something like that, like any of your fetishes?
2: No, because I would leave immediately and find
1: someone that does. I, yeah, I, I think it's part of the yeah. deal for me, pal. So, if you're not into what I'm into, you're probably not the guy for me. Because there's literally tons of guys slash girls, whatever, who would be doing the same, the things that I like. So, and not to brag, but it's pretty easy to like find someone who. I feel the same way, honestly. It,
2: when you When you have an idea of what you like, you just sort of spam the conversation with your various dating partners until you have either one or many multiples that
0: like what you like.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. So um, Coco, I want to ask this of you then Jason after. Um, What advice would you give someone in terms of how they should properly explore themselves in terms of kings and fetishes
1: um for me the first step is always to know your body uh know your erogenous uh zones know what gives you pleasure um and masturbate a lot so see when you jerk off or when you when you uh, finger yourself you become more creative you think of things that turn you on and by knowing these things, you'd 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 know more about your sexual preferences. So there are things that I've discovered. There are preferences that I've discovered uh, by by. Sorry for being blunt, but for jerking off. So I didn't know I was into this until it popped in my mind, and I was like, "Oh my god, I really like that. That shit really turns me on." So, yeah, for me, first step is to know your body, jerk off a lot. And by a lot, I mean do it three, four times a day. And you'll get there.
2: I, I would say those are
0: rookie numbers.
1: Rookie numbers. Okay, well, I don't want to compare. Wow. Um, can mm-hmm. I just so say before we to
0: time. Jason, to our viewers who can see this, you may think this is Coke, but actually this is wine. Uh, and <laughs> I, should, I should... Not-
1: I should
0: join you. You should, because this is my third bottle already. Oh, my God. Hold on. Let me... Give me a second here. I kind of finished one bottle after the sounding
1: part. Like, my God. And now it's just continuously. Yeah, it's so nice. Yeah, you know what?
0: Fuck it. I'm going to sleep well tonight. Uh, Oh, wow. We just finished the... That's Ginto, right? Wow. You know what? I think you, Coco, and you, Coco, and I—we should all just drink one time. We should all just drink and see what's going to happen. AKA, that's just going to be me either really hungry or just sleeping on the couch.
1: Okay, well let's Neither. let's 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 plan that after my fast.
0: Let's plan that after, oh, like yeah. things are a bit better and stuff. Uh. Yeah, and okay. how, about, how about you, Jason? Like Yeah. Same question. Um, what advice would you give someone if they want to like properly explore themselves? Yeah, alone or with a partner. Really like and stuff.
2: Read and watch an absolute shitload of internet porn. And go on a lot of dates, ask a lot of questions, and don't dump- <clears throat> be afraid to step out of your comfort zone and try a lot of really different things. Um, I know for myself that I didn't really think that I would be into the things I'm into. And it just was kind of a rabbit hole of different um, porn stories and then wanting to see what that was like in real life.
1: Mm-hmm
2: so basically just uh, don't be afraid to explore and also have a spotter if you're gonna choke the shit out of yourself with some rope
0: don't be like a david Carradine, i guess
2: um exactly yeah if you need someone watching so- you make sure you turn blue Oh,
1: okay so, hey, um, after all yeah, the gorgeous. experimentations and like you know, try to figure out what you want. If at the end of the day you discover that you're really not into that shit. You're like really vanilla, that's fine. There's nothing wrong with it. Vanilla is yeah. vanilla. It's not kinky. It's you know, it's it's not what they would say or call naughty, but it's fine. It's totally cool. Vanilla's cool. Sometimes I love myself some vanilla time.
0: I like how Coco's like trying to see vanilla is cool because she knows how vanilla I am. Like I'm so vanilla, I should be an ice cream. You Are know, you?
1: Know.
0: <laughs> oh, I'm super. No, I'm just saying. Like, I, I am super. I'm gonna be frank. Like you, you should uh, I mean, you my... should find
2: yourself a like Mormon girl.
0: Like a what? Sorry.
2: You should find yourself a Mormon. A, a Mormon girl.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Uh, my girlfriend is kind of the closest to that, I guess, because she's uh she's not Mormon, but she's oh. born. Again. Um, so not exactly the uh, same, but like I guess I didn't know I you had a girlfriend. girlfriend. Sorry,
2: I didn't know you had a girlfriend.
0: Yeah, uh, actually, my girlfriend and Coco know each other. That's why I met Coco. Uh, yeah Yeah. Fantastic. Uh, but, yeah, so I always joke, Coco, my fetish is to be in a loving and supportive relationship.
2: That's a wonderful <laughs> fetish I have. I mean, honestly, <laughs> a lot of people so, don't yeah. hung up um, on so trying that's to be nice and Coco. Creepy.
0: So can I ask you guys, though, um, for both Coco and Jason, you guys both mentioned that people should watch porn in terms <laughs> of trying to explore their kings and stuff. But I know this may be like an out-of-left-field kind uh, of question or stuff. But do you think that porn viewership should have, let's say, a minimum age? Like, you should be at least 18 to watch it, like 20. Because, I mean, you know, um, because right now,
1: right? I mean, technically, all all adult sites have that, but it's not being followed.
0: I know it's not being followed at all, but it's more like, what do you guys believe? What, what is sexual
1: education like in this country? I had a very sexual, very early sexual awakening, so mm, I don't have a problem with that. Like, if
2: so, so, like, age. how are people taught about sex here? No, I'm, I'm really asking, like, how, how are people mm-hmm. educated about sex here? Like,
1: do you you see, I had heart? a very different um how sex heart education heart than heart? most yeah. Filipino uh, people, so my aunt. I used to have gentlemen's uh, clubs before so they're like uh, literal prostitutes dancing you know exotic dancers and all um, escorts working for her and sometimes I would visit the club and other times when I would go to school the girls were just coming uh or stopping by at our house to pick something up you know or do post shift uh, huddles or whatever whatever they do and um yeah i i think that whole uh set kind of desensitized me with like the entirety of sex uh and sex work i thought it was normal um it was there was nothing wrong with it. And um I guess what I'm trying to say to say is that I was exposed very early to like to sex. And I really appreciated that because I knew what I wanted earlier. Um what else? I did not have to struggle figuring out my sexuality because of my exposure. I knew that I wasn't very much into women and all that. So I think, I think that's it. How, how did you learn about sex? How
0: about we start off did... with that, uh, Jason, before me? Huh? Um.
2: Well, my parents were very open about sex. Um, i i was well i always wanted to be a nurse and so i i read the medical textbooks really really young Mm -hmm. and so it it wasn't like this huge crazy mystery to me and i mainly i just wanted to leave america and find some generally nice asian country and not ever leave and uh, i mean I feel like I mostly learned through medical textbooks and finding random girls on the internet or college to have sex with. And they were all not really the best in America, honestly. I mean, they were kind of bland and vanilla to me. And then I moved to the Philippines and it's it's much easier to find people that are open-minded and kind and um, it's it's sort of weird like when you're a white guy in America there's a million of you but when you're a white guy in the Philippines there's like 40 of you and that's it pretty much.
0: Um, yeah like um, I kind of like you know Jason uh, I was saying this to Coco that when I travel abroad I usually i i I have more friends who are foreign compared to like locals mm-hmm. uh in general like I have more friends living abroad than I have friends here and so when I go abroad, I kind of get what you're trying to say with that uh with that statement right like when you're foreign to a particular country, it's kinda unique
1: right? it's easier for you to hook up is what you're trying to yeah. say. What I, yes. I hook up? Yeah, yeah, yeah no, no.
0: Right? That's exactly oh, what I'm it's... trying to say. Yeah, let's, just, let's not complicate things. Let's just keep them simple. uh uh-huh. um, Like, yeah, but generally, um, it's how science. I learned about um, sex was, uh, because I studied in the Catholic school for high school. So, we had a science teacher who explained everything. Mm-hmm. That you know, these are the women's um, what, what do you call that? Uh it's... women's reproduction, and that's anatomy. And so, um. When a man and a woman have sex, this is what happens. Yeah, go ahead, sorry.
1: No. Anyway, go on, pal.
0: So that's how they explain it. But they never really explained, like, they never really said that, oh, you know, if you have sex, aside from, you know, let's say having an unwanted pregnancy or whatever, you could get these kinds of diseases or whatever. They never really explained that. And Mm -hmm. I was thinking, probably second year high school, they had that sex talk.
2: But it was Actually, more in um, Christian high school, so no.
0: Okay. But for uh, for me, it was second year. Then in college, though, that's where I really got every um, answer I needed. So I had this class called Genders Class in my university. And aside from explaining gender, they also, okay. yeah, kind of like gender studies. Um, but we called it gender, what did we call it? Something gender, I forgot. But anyway, um, aside from explaining gender, right, whether you're gay, straight, bi, whatever, they also explained about sex. I had the excellent prof where he would explain about, oh, you know, with sex, you experience this, you have this kind of satisfaction. Um, Having sex feels better than masturbating because of whatever, whatever. Then he'd also explain, but, you know, if you have unprotected sex, you can get whatever, whatever. So I guess in college, that's where I really got the talk that I needed, and that's where you really learned. Most about it. the general my, ex-
1: my exposure in, in that particular field of sex was more practical um, so like I said my, my aunt had these gloves right and I recall very vividly one day um, I woke up because one of like the models uh, was crying and was crying she said yeah she was crying and I mm-hmm. I, I remember her said, um, she contracted the desi- uh, disease from a from a customer, or whatever, and that's how I kind of knew that having you know unprotect- unprotected sex might give you like STDs or whatever. I didn't have the thought really, I just had to live and grow up in the house where I grew up, and it gave me all the information I needed.
0: I mean, when it came to um, diseases like that, especially um, HIV and AIDS, I got mine from movies like Philadelphia. Mm. Um, well, Philadelphia was the first one that I remember when I was watching because I was a kid. And I was watching HBO. And I was like, oh, it's Denzel Washington and Tom Hanks. This must be good. Tom Hanks is a lawyer? What? Then after that, I was so depressed at the end of that movie. Like, I was so depressed. <laughs> Then um, have you guys heard of that film, Philadelphia? Mm. Uh, yes. yes. So if you haven't um, seen it, you guys should see. it. It's an excellent, excellent film. Uh, then the other one is Before Night Falls, so that's one of Javier Bardem's earlier movies where he plays a gay poet.
1: Mm. Um, okay. Well,
0: who got HIV eventually, but amazing. It's about uh, Arenas. I can't remember his first name, but very you know revolutionary poet good good film uh but yeah so you know we're we're at the uh latter part of the episode and you know i want to thank you both um coco and jason for being here uh we had a very strange episode where we kind of went all over the place with the discussion because there's so many like plot twists i didn't expect tonight but uh, you know before we go i just want like what do you guys want people to get out of this episode? So like for you, Coco, what is the one thing you would want our viewers and our listeners to get from this episode?
1: Um, I think if uh, if the whole BDSM thing is not your thing, it's cool, it's fine. It's okay to just listen into these stories. Uh, you don't have to be kinky in order to have pleasurable sex. You know, you do you.
0: Okay, Um, how about you, Jason?
1: Um, Well, I think the most
2: important thing is to explore safely and responsibly.
0: Love that. Mm -hmm. That was very short and sweet. All right. Explore safe and uh, responsibly. All right. Well, um, that was the Mm -hmm. episode. I'd like to thank um, Coco and Jason for being here again before. I let you guys do your plugins. I just have to thank our sponsors. So thank you again to Maskin More Manila, uh Derm Nature and Swagat Indian Cuisine. So Coco, why don't you drop your plugins uh first?
1: Mm, let's see. I don't have any plugins. Yeah, but... Just my telegram channel. If you guys want to buy a custom content for me, you know what to do. Just hit me. Up. Uh what else? I don't have upcoming podcasts. Um, but your but sexual wellness brand um, might launch very soon, so I'll keep you guys updated with that one. Um, and if you have the questions about uh, or if you want me to guest in your podcast or shows or whatever, or have writing commissions for me, just let me know. Inbox me or whatever. It's at kohoehe at gmail.com.
0: Cool. Well, thank you, Coco. And you look stunning in your red dress.
1: It's uh, just a top. Oh, I'm not wearing totally any
0: bottoms. My bad. Okay. Um, how about you, Jason? What mm-hmm. are your plugins? Like people want some omarashi and stuff like that.
2: At uh, jharley Harley underscore rights on Twitter.
0: That is my handle. That is my plugin essentially. Wow, that is your only social media? Just Twitter?
2: Uh, well. I mean, I'm also, also uh, I mean, on Amrashi.org, but yeah, pretty much.
0: Wow, you're like the, you're my first ever guest who only uses Twitter for like public stuff. Like, I mean, that's cool. Don't get me wrong. I still have a Twitter. I, I, I mean, haven't tweeted in. Published. I mean, haven't I'm, tweeted in like I'm
2: happy years, to take but suggestions. Just, but I mean, yeah, that's where I get yeah, most of cool. my writing comments.
0: All right. Well. Thank you again to Coco. Thank you again for Jason for being here. Iglap will be back next week. We will have uh, Mateo Bayot. uh, We will have a fun discussion with him. But until then, take care, everyone. And yeah, good night. Thanks, everyone. Bye. Bye, everybody.